In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. With that, we welcome in the one-time GM of the Falcons, friend of the show, Thomas Dimitrov, who's in Vegas for the Super Bowl on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Thomas, always good to talk with you. How you doing? Nick and Chris, what's up? You guys are my my choice today. I'm glad I got a chance to do this. So you are what is what is your title, by the way? I, I know what <laughs> what is your title at Sumer so Sports? The, yeah, I'm the CEO of Sumer Sports, and when yes. Paul Tudor Jones came to me and said, "You can be the CEO and not have to raise a cent," my hand rose quickly because <laughs> you don't want to go do the door to door. Let's go raise money. Let somebody else do that. I don't think that's my style. No, that's great. That's All right. It. So thank you for sending me the Sumer Sports at SumerSports.com. You in turn sent it to me. It's uh, To say it's a deep dive into the Super Bowl would be a massive understatement. This is There's a lot of work that went into this, right? A lot of work. I mean, you guys, look, the graphics are clear. If you spend a little time, and on the bottom there, as you know, there's a glossary that helps all of us non-data people really dig in. I, I think there's a real uh, merit to it, for sure. So what was the concept of the company? We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on here in Atlanta, what went on this coaching cycle, and what's the concept of the company? So think about this. This is, this is, a, data, this is a data company. It's a football analytics company that is focused on roster optimization, not focused on in-game decision-making. That's, that's so saturated in the market right now, but picking the right players, the combination of picking players in the draft versus picking players in, in, in free agency and the value that those players add to your team at a lot of different levels. We have, we have a number of different algorithms that present opportunities. And really what it does, we don't claim to be black box. We are really big on claiming to the NFL teams and our B2B side. We are man and machine. We are allowing you to have other elements to compare to your scouts information because i'm a old school scout element at at the core but what we do is we take all of this this data and we're able to juxtapose and say okay here's the falcon here are the falcons grades here are sumer sports grades by the way we hired we have over 400 years of experience we hired an internal scouting staff we have mike mayock on our staff we have uh uh, john idzik on our staff former we we just recently hired phil emery who was with the falcons who was the the gm for the bears we have 10 other scouts. We have a lot of experience that provide us with a lot of information that we can use in our algorithms that aren't just some randos, you know, evaluating plays. So that's a big thing for us. Okay, so if I asked you, would you be better in the draft room now having gone through and going through all this stuff, whether it's armed with data or just because these conversations have taken a place around you? I believe that I would have made more educated decisions on the draft but more focused as well on free agency because too often I've talked to so many GMs in this league, my contemporaries, and they're like, Thomas, I get your help on the draft side. Good. Where I really need help is valuating what's going on in free agency. There are so many misses in free agency. And, you know, how do you determine whether that guy hits that final year and he kills it? You sign him off his production and then all of a sudden he plummets. We've seen that in Atlanta many times, and it's not easy. So Sumer Sports and Data 
can help you make some edu- much more educated decisions on free agency for sure. So sumersports.com to uh, check it out. When do you remember it first being a reality in the NFL analytics? When did it first start kind of leaking into the National Football League? Well, look, I mean, I think there was always a part of it, of course, in those early 2000s when I was with the Patriots. We talked about it. We folded analytics in in a certain level. We considered biometrics, so all the, the elements of the measurements of the players. We thought that was a really important part. I really felt in the middle of the, like, 15 and 16, I started hearing it a lot more. I started thinking, if I don't jump on this, we're going to be left in the dust. And I do believe that in the NFL right now. I'd say it to Terry Fontenot. I'd say it to... Howie Roseman and, you know, the the GMs out there right now who are mindful of the data that's available. And I do say this, and this sounds exaggerated, criminally underutilized data that's at their their disposal. And and a lot of football people just want to say, "Ah, I'm not comfortable with it. I don't know it. And what I think is go toe-to-toe with anyone as an evaluator. There's some really good football men out there. Augment with the data and then you will make better decisions. And that started happening. Remember, gentlemen, you get now, this is a fantastic uh, uh, discussion. You get a lot of the sons who are coming up into their organizations of their fathers, and I'm not just using, you know, the blanks in that situation, but it is the case. They are so much more cognizant of data because they're online. They're in their 20s. They realize how important data is in this world. You're going to see a lot more of that. They're going to be knocking on their dad's door saying, this GM and this head coach is so far behind from what I'm reading online. Call it ridiculous, but it is going to be the wave of the future because of the young guys that are going to be taking over the organizations from their parents. All right, we're going to name certain guys we're going to ask your opinion on it, but I do want to go back to the data thing in this regard. If a guy can't play or he's a bust, it's just the word that we know, a bust, I can't have my GM coming out with a bunch of papers going, here's, <laughs> here's what, I'm telling you, we got it right. It's just that the guy couldn't play. There's a fine line in my world of are you using it as an out because you actually got it wrong. You know, you know like I, I can't let you use that as an excuse. No way. You're exactly right. And that's why it all comes down to being strategic on how you utilize it. And, it, and again, you make sure that you don't do that. You don't just get, I mean, I, my guys, we have 60 data scientists and engineers. and We have a really big budding company here. And I tell them, I, I call them all. Uh, you know, sort of lovingly a bunch of propeller heads. You can't have the propeller heads running the show. You can have the propeller heads providing a lot of information that you would never touch before. Help you make a decision, but in the end, you have to look the fan base in the eyes and the media and, of course, your owner and your team and say, we evaluated this player and it didn't work because, A, we might not have developed them well, right? We, We just can't use it as an excuse to your point. We make sure in super sports that we, we stress how important that is. The only way that this league is going to continue to grow with, with data in the proper way is exactly what you're saying. Utilize it as a supplement, not as black box. Raheem Morris is the new Falcons coach. Your thoughts? Raheem Morris, look, I said this time and again to everyone. Raheem Morris, unbelievable optimistic energy. We all know that. I think Raheem Morris is one of the smarter people that I've been around in this business and, and I, the way, I, the way I, I put this is there's not a guy who skips a beat more. He never stumbles, stumbles over his words like I just did. He is, he is on top of it. He, is, he has a really unique perspective on whatever we did, whether it was evaluating players or whether it was in-game with Dan Quinn because, of course, he was the assistant head coach. 
I think he comes to the table in a situation that is taking over for Arthur Smith, respectfully speaking. And I think he, 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 he rejuvenates the energy within, you know, within the building. And he changes some of the approaches. And I was not saying that I expected that. I think like most people, however, I can see the, the interest in bringing Raheem in as a guy that's going to work well with Terry and work well with the group that's already in place. That's an important get for them. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomclosets.com, and then call us for a free in-home consultation. Thomas Dimitrov with us, one-time Falcons GM, Sumer Sports, his company, sumersports.com. When it comes to football analytics, their podcast show is up there as well. Um, what are your thoughts on the process and how it takes place? As much as you can, take us behind the scenes and what that process is like with Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. Are you talking about the actual selection process or are you just yeah. talking about in, in general? Uh, looking for a new uh, head coach. Yeah, look, I, I mean, let me just say generally speaking, and I say this respectfully to owners, of course, there, I think every organization needs to look at their selection group and how it's put together and who's on that, on that board, so to speak, right? If there, are, if there are eight to ten guys on that selection group and they're all looking to protect their jobs and the security of their job, then I do believe that an owner needs to look at that and determine who should be on that in that selection group and who shouldn't because human nature is – is survival, right? And especially in our league. And so it can be complicated. And so I think it's really important to make sure that that, that is weeded out for, it has been weeded out properly for, I'm not even talking about just the Falcons. I'd say that for the majority of the organizations, I think that's really, really important. Um, as uh, you know, per the Falcons and the approach, I mean, look, I had up on my board every, <laughs> every day I would put up 90, 10. I thought Bill was coming. I don't, I didn't have, necessarily inside information a lot of people think i did but i just thought that it would be an ideal fit in atlanta of course and i mean i've said this as well um atlanta aside it it floors me whatever you think about bill belichick and, and his personality and his approach that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for gms that are in place now and maybe even ownership groups to get what is arguably the best head coach in the history of the league that didn't just retire from his team. He was available. And uh, that's surprising that he doesn't have a job in the NFL right now. It, it's, I think he's the coach that will bring you the closest to winning a Super Bowl in the next three to four years than anyone else available in this league. Is this fair? Five years ago, he doesn't even have to interview. You want him, you offer him the job. Could he have failed the interview? Um. He, I don't think he failed the interview. The fact that he put a suit on and he met with Terry Fontenot and co 
speaks volumes. Uh, whether people think that was contrived or not, it's beside the point. The reality is he did it in respect to Arthur, that he was going to sit down with that group, and that was very important. And in the end, they decided it wasn't the right fit for, for myriad reasons, probably. And I don't, I don't believe he failed the interview. I think he was probably very direct. And the reality is Bill Belichick deserves to come into an organization and run it the way that he wants to run it, in my opinion. I'm not saying that I would have necessarily, you know, as a first-time or an early-run GM, been comfortable with that because, you know, the fact is that Terry was going to stay there. Uh, as I understand, I don't know what in, I mean, the, the, the fact is if Terry were to be staying there, Bill would work with him as he wanted to work with him, of course, but ultimately he would be the czar in any organization he went to. And so they would learn to, to grow and work together like anyone else in that building. Um, so I, I just going to be really interested to see how it plays out with Bill. And I do believe this, I believe there are a number of head coaches out there or excuse me, uh, general managers out there who have head coaches on their teams right now who are not available and they maybe couldn't convince their owners to make a run at Bill Belichick, and that would precipitate, obviously, early firings. But there are a lot of people that salivate uh, with the idea of hiring Bill Belichick but didn't get an opportunity to do so Real quick, for a number of reasons. I don't know what definition of right or wrong is. Um, Arthur is not happy with me because I said hiring coaches is a crapshoot, and I asked if everybody's willing to say that. Why is it? I think it's 14 guys or 15 guys this year. It's insane. Uh, when you talk about the turnover, every two years it's at least 12 guys. Why are teams still getting it? Whatever wrong is, they have to fire a guy much sooner than they would like to. I mean, it's it's not an exact science. Just like picking players isn't an exact science. And you you bring you bring coaches in, and I think this comes down to you know looking at what what you're looking for as far as culture. Are you looking for the young guy? Are you looking for the guy that has a ton of experience? But then now the older guy is perceived as not not bonding with the players properly, not understanding the star players like Julio Jones. There are so many things involved, and I think I think the organization has to have a real strong understanding of how they want to build their football team, Chris. And, and if you bring in a guy because you think, um, you know, this guy's got a good record and I've heard good things about him, and you look me in the eye, I'm being facetious here, when I shook his hand and there's something about him I liked, that doesn't fly anymore, right? I think, I think you have to have a head coach in today's world who has a combination of leadership, and I will say this, and I might get beaten up by it, he has to have an empathic approach to leadership as well where these, where these young players, they bond with him enough. Everyone loved Dan Quinn, you know that. I had more players coming into my office saying, if you guys cut me, I want to come back at a lower rate because I want to play with Dan Quinn as my head coach. That's a very positive thing. Of course, we have to get the other things right. And so I think you have to make sure that you have a head coach who comes in who has all facets figured out. He has to, of course, develop talent. His staff has to develop talent. I will tell you guys this. You can bring in a head coach, but if you don't get your coordinators right and you don't get your assistant coaches right, who, oh, by the way, are responsible for your substitution, so when Julio Jones isn't on the field in the third down, that's not the head coach or the coordinator you need to be knocking on. That's the position coach. And that's another very important thing. It's about the staff as well. Thomas Dimitrov with us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. The elephant in the room is a guy that's seen as a villain in a lot of people's eyes, and that's Rich McKay. What's it like behind the scenes working with Rich McKay? Was it a detriment at times? Did you get along all the time? What was that like? You know what? Rich McKay, as we know, incredibly intelligent, first guy on, you know, as, as a guy who's been at the lead of the competition committee, that may, that may have a, a, a scare 
factor for some people coming and knocking on the door as GMs and head coaches over the years. Rich was never an impediment in the building. Completely honest, he was never that. He wasn't in there trying to tell us who to draft. He wasn't in there, um, you know, trying to dictate the money. I had ultimate say on what I wanted to do with the with the the picking of the players and the salary cap. Where ultimately, yes, Rich was over top of what he was over top, but he was never hovering that way. What Rich liked to do is Rich was he loved football. I mean, his dad was a coach, and so Rich was around. Rich was really. That was a big thing when he came back into the football as, you know, from that, those early years. Remember when I got the job in 08, gentlemen, you know, he was, he was kind of like focused on business and he slowly came back into the football world because, you know, Arthur wanted him there. Arthur, that's an important person in his life. And Rich has a lot of knowledge about football. So I, what I'd say in the end is I don't think it was the impediment that people are thinking about with regard to Bill Belichick or anything like that. I think people knew that. Rich was going to be very mindful of how he approached it in the future. There's nobody who buys a team thinking in 20 years they're not going to win a Super Bowl. You know, I, I've heard people, you buy it, it's a trophy wife. I don't believe that about Arthur Blank at all. I believe the one box that has to be checked with all the other stuff that he's done for this city and beyond, he still wants to have that parade. He still wants that trophy to be Atlanta's. I'll ask you, um, do you believe that that's still job number one, focus number one for Arthur Blank at this point? I definitely do. I, I definitely do. Despite what people are saying about choices in, in coaches over the years, I do believe that, that Arthur wants to structure for great and not good. I do believe at the core he wants to win desperately for this fan base. I don't think it's contrived whatsoever. I mean, look, being around Arthur in all those years and understanding what he's about, how he pushed me and how, what he expected of me and what he gave me and what he provided me, Look, I had everything I needed to do the best job I could do there. Unfortunately, we came up short for a number of reasons, you know, in 16, et cetera, et cetera. But that was not because Arthur wasn't committed. Arthur was, is 100% committed to having the best football team he can possibly have, which means the Super Bowl. Even though we do know this, gentlemen, right? If you win the Super Bowl, do you guys know the data, speaking of data, on how much money is made by, by an organization if they win a Super Bowl? No. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I know you're waiting for a great, great. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. You, had, number. you had me hook, line, and sinker, Thomas. I, I, I leaned in. Here's what I do know. <laughs> it's it's very little. So it's not about that. It's about making sure, like this. We know the Atlanta Falcons are an extremely successful business. We do know that. Of course, they want to continue to win and they want to continue to be successful in business. There's no doubt in my mind. Arthur Blank and his family want the best for this team and they want to win a super bowl right. last thing we got to go you got to go i get it uh being around the super bowl right now you just mentioned 16 we don't talk about it a lot this week in particular it was the anniversary i don't know if you know it was the other day yesterday was the anniversary. Yeah, was the anniversary um what's the pang what's what do you think okay so i'll say this to you if i were ever to come back as a general manager i would look at a number of coaches potentially trading to get them into the organization that i would go and one of those men, and I, I think I'm going to get a ton of f feedback from the Falcon fan base, but one would be Kyle Shanahan. I think he's incredibly smart, and I think he utilizes talent in his scheme well. And here's the end. He needs to win this game to prove to the masses that he can win the big game. Were you okay yesterday? No, <laughs> I wasn't, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. No, no. I mean, look, I, I go round and round about it all, and it's tough, and who knows where I would be right now if that were to be the, fa the, the case, if it were to end differently. That's, that's life, though. And, I, and, look, I could talk on and on about it. There's, there's things we could have changed and done differently, and 
you know, I look at a guy like Raheem Morris getting another chance. I look at a guy like Dan Quinn getting another chance, which I'm really happy for. I think that's a great situation for him up there. That's life, right? Well, in the meantime, you hold down the fort, sumersports.com. The podcast is up there, the analytics up there when it comes to the Super Bowl. Thomas Dimitrov, we always appreciate the time. We'll talk soon. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thomas Dimitrov with us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Let's- Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.